Great divide. Welcome back, everyone, to Avatar the First Viewing. This is the podcast where an Avatar newbie watches the entire series for the first time alongside an Avatar expert. I'm your Avatar expert, Eli. And I'm your Avatar newbie, Peter. Yep, yep. How's it going, Peter? Uh, it's, yep, yep. Yep, yep. Uh, it's going pretty good, man. This, uh, <laughs> I mean, you prefaced this episode as like one of your least yeah. favorite yeah, sandwich yeah, yeah. between two best ones. I don't know if it's because yeah. I'm impressionable, but <laughs> it was pretty... Uh, it, it crossed the threshold of charming corny and got into like uh, way too on yeah. the nose corny. It's a little bit of eye roll yeah. corniness. But, but you know, mm-hmm. it, it does have some, it did have some, uh, very re- redeeming aspects to it. So excited to uh, uh, pick it apart with you. I will say, I will say I'm, I'm, I'm very confident in today's ability to say like three sentences for the synopsis. Yeah. Yes. Let, let's, <laughs> with that in mind, let's hear it then. Let's hear that newbie the uh summary recap buddy it's been a minute it's been a minute i forgot what call it. all right newbie let's recap. get into our newbie recap yep, yep. on today's episode uh team avatar uh runs into these two feuding tribes that are trying to cross this treacherous valley to run away from the fire nation guided by this earthbender guide Unfortunately, these uh, feuding tribes hate each other for have hated each other for a hundred years, and that causes trouble in the valley. But ultimately, Ang is able to solve their feud through his magical, mystical mediator skills and help them realize it was all a misunderstanding, and that you know ev- everyone's uh, related. Let's all shake hands. <laughs> Every- let's all put our arms around each other and walk into the sunset, which literally happens at the end. Yep. And uh, all based off it. of a lie. Yep. <laughs> yep. And that's it. This episode. Well, first off, let me just say my freshman year thesis. I have so many because it's so easy to come up with. Dude, there, I have like three, but <laughs> I, I'm actually. Yeah, yeah, I actually have. Let's on this let's one as let's well. give an actual thing that I wouldn't even see a freshman year of college, freshman year of high school. I would have said this. <laughs> yep, yep. The Great Divide is not only the name of the valley, but it represents the divide in the political nature of the two groups. Yes. Let's lightning round. You go next. Um, yeah, I was going to get into uh, identity politics and how mm-hmm. my big thesis is that in identity politics, uh, each side starts to identify with like being the opposition versus their actual values. Mm-hmm. And to solve that, the most effective thing is actually mutual conflict or like a common enemy. Bugs. Yep. Monsters. A common enemy. Uh, the others. Yes, a common enemy <laughs> more so than truth. Because I think a lot of times exactly. we, we get lost in the search of truth. But if your goal is to actually just solve the feud, it, 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 might, it, it might actually be better to like, not focus the on the truth. Yeah. The past has no meaning. Lie to create a better future. What is History is objective or subjective. I, I don't know. Yes. Take as many subjective liberties on the past as you can and it will solve today's political problems. I don't see any issues with that. <laughs> we could just do or, that in American politics. Or, or at least that's what uh, Ang would uh, suggest in this episode. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, exactly what a, a 12-year-old would suggest. Yeah, yeah. Here's another one. This is an explain, a quick explainer on mm-hmm. American politics this episode yep, yep. to uh, middle schoolers. Yep. No, America isn't racist. Yes, it is. It's totally <laughs> racist. No, it's not. I'm going to... 
start a fight with you because I disagree. <laughs> yep. Red team, blue team, very much. Yeah, exactly. Very much so. And, uh, like, you know, Zhang Lives Matter came across. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Zhang, what's, what's the, I can't remember the name. This the Ganjins. The, right the Ganjins. But the names of the two ancestor guys. Oh, it's, it's like, it's like an inverse, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, it's like Wei Zhang and Zhang Wei or something. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Something like That's that. That's not really right. But I'll also, okay. Is it, I'm, I'm going to take a turn. Uh, another one is on game theory and the, uh, yeah. I forget oh, the word. I was going to say that. Oh, really? Okay, okay, okay. You stole it with the food, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like the, uh, I forget there's a name for it. It's like the prison experiment Pris- or like. The prisoner's dilemma. Yeah, 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 yeah. The exactly. prisoner's dilemma where yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you keep information separate, uh, there is equilibrium in suboptimal, mutually suboptimal Ex- endpoints. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas if you were to just like actually put the information together or establish trust you can actually get to uh, a mutually actually maximal benefit uh, endpoint. Yeah. But that's not what happens with the Zhangs or the Ganjins. For example, they, they both brought in food because the, yep. they knew that the other people would bring in food. Yep. So why would, should they be harmed? Blah, blah, blah. That actually, to tie this back in, more directly into politics as well, this reminds me of a conversation I had in Portland last oh, week. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Um, I talked with – so this was before what just happened in the news where – uh, Wait, by the time this is posted, this will be old yeah. news. But, which, which uh, what are you talking about? There's so many things. This right is a, so a protester, um, a right-wing protester who oh, was shot. Geez. It's yeah. unclear about the details of what happened, but he was killed, a right-wing protester, at a, at a rally that happened in Portland. Um, and I was talking with um, uh, oh, someone dang. who was definitely... I don't definitely, think I heard about that, yeah. I was talking, I was in Portland, and I was talking to someone who's definitely um, on, a, a, like, a left-wing liberal person. Um, Uh-oh. and he, and we were talking about, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like give my own aspect on this. I'm just going to talk about how it relates to what we just talked about game theory. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking about how, oh, like there's what they do to like stamp out rebellions is they put in like false agents in each side of a conflict to yep. inflame the conflict. So yep. he says, there's no point in having peaceful protests because the police are just going to put someone in with the left-wing protesters to slash car tires and they can say hey look they're vandalizing so let's uh put on a curfew and let's like beat them up um so there's no point so you may Oof. as well just on your own slash tires uh, i'm getting triggered and I think that's i'm getting a, triggered yeah yeah it's a failure i think that is also a failure of the um prisoner's dilemma oh that's so interesting yes because yeah in this case it's not um it's not a symmetrical duality yeah but but you, the concept still holds yeah where, exactly. where you're, you're reaching mutually suboptimal ends yeah. because uh your inability to exchange and build trust exchange information and build trust yeah neither no one can trust either protester or people who are pro whatever when it comes to these sort of political issues and this is exactly what happens in this episode they know that the other side is gonna fuck them over so you may as well just benefit yourself in the short term and right, that's right, what they right. do in this episode yeah man i mean I, I i do think the themes that are present in this episode are very timeless and very good it's just the episode itself, yeah. the execution was so yeah, so corny. Let's let's jump into the critiques then. Yep, yep. My uh, my biggest critique is really just just so on the nose. It's yep. it's crazy. It's literally like we hate you. No, we hate you. Well, I, I have was, a question for you. Actually, there's no complexity to it at all. There there was there was zero complexity. Yeah, yeah. It was um it was like hey. We're about to lob this ball up for you, by the way. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to lob it up now. Oh, we lobbed it up. Do you get it? Okay, yeah. we did the thing. Oh, you got it. Okay, yeah. and this is how it ends. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. It was mm-hmm. <laughs> like starting with like the uh, the feud between uh, yeah. Sokka and Katara and yeah. then Momo and Appa. Yeah. And then the two tribes come up and they're one's really clean and one's yeah. really dirty. It's, it's vi- exactly like the um, – <laughs> I'm imagining – like 12th century China versus the Mongols, right? You have these silk-wearing, yeah, yeah, long, yeah. white-bearded um, people, and then these people wearing fur yep. and, like, half their torso in their nipples yeah, yeah, are yeah. showing. And they eat mutton from a turkey leg, you know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight off the bone, no chopsticks. Yeah, it was like Khal Drogo um, versus, yeah. like, the elves from Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah, it's like the, bar- yeah. the barbarians versus the civilized. But the hyper the hyper pretty boy civilized. Exactly. Yeah, uh, what was my other critique? I know it's a big one. Yes, this episode really seems like... So a lot of episodes, I like that it's much more natural onto how the Avatar gang gets wrapped up in this conflict. Yep. They're, they are essentially like going out of their way to get involved in this conflict. Mm. They're about to go. They could have just flown straight over the, the Great Divide, but they decided to approach it by foot and then get approached by some guy being like, hey, uh, you looking for a guide? Well, I'm first in line. And then he has, because he's the avatar. Okay, well, I have to broker peace between nations. That's my job. So that's how he gets. Oh, that's you know, so true. Get, get into it. But th- this is no conflict for them in the first place. Dude, like if you were playing if you were playing Grand Theft Avatar and like an NPC came up and like started saying that you just yeah, like just, click out I'll of just it peace out and, right and like run away to your next thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll come back once I'm, you may have less to do and maybe yeah. I'll do this quest later on. Also Very, that being said, Grand Theft yeah. Avatar, I would play that game. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> a lot of mature themes would, would be a jump into this universe, which, uh, that'd be interesting to see too. But, the, as I said, the show will get more mature as it as it goes on. This yeah. is the most simplistic, and, and and you know completely unconnected to the larger plot. I don't see any really character progression for any of the the main characters in this episode. You know, like siblings are going to disagree no matter what, and they still continue to disagree um, at the end. And there's no more. The moral is lie. <laughs> at the end, yeah. Of the episode. I, I I feel like it was like. Episode 10, here's one for the creators. Episode 11, here's one for the networks. Yeah. <laughs> and then episode 12 is right back to the creators. Too. Yeah, like here's one for yeah. the creators. They, they had to be like, oh, here's a feel-good kids episode yeah. for Nickelodeon ratings. Like, Yeah. And the, um, I feel like that's kind of what happened. <laughs> it, it's very much like, oh, what's going on on Avatar tonight? Tonight on Avatar, there is a Grand Canyon that they must pass, and they have to also settle political difference. What will happen? Find out tonight. There's no. It's just a new, like a Law and Order sort of thing. With oh, what's what's yeah, happening this was, time? You know. I mean, we we've had corny episodes. We've had self-contained episodes. Yeah. We've had Deus Ex Machina Machina episodes. Yeah. This was just like all of is that cranked up to a ten. Everything yeah. at once. Yeah. All right. And it was like, oh, here's the red team. Here's the blue yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. And they fight. And then, yeah, I, I, I kind of, I thought I disagreed, but I think I agree with you that no real character development happened. Yeah. It was actually more just setting the scene of like, hey, like Aang's like going to try and be more responsible and mature and actually be a leader. And by the way, yeah. like, let me like blatantly tell you that because you're a kid viewer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And my, my sorry, my last critique is that the characters just behave so erratically. The uh, Earthbender guide, 
his character yeah. makes so many changes in this episode. At one point, he's like, oh, I'm like such a chill papa. I'm the big daddy. I go through here. I know nothing can hurt me. As soon as he gets hurt, he's like, oh, I'm going to die. And then when he's le- – yeah, it, it was a character actor. Yeah, he's, uh, he changed so many times, and I could not pin down like who this guy was. I, I was actually going to say like um... – my, my critique was kind of also on him. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was a good voice actor. Yeah. I just, it just like seemed very jarring to me because he was acting like a very specific type. Yeah. Like it was, it was a type of character. It's a trope of a character that you see. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it's such a Western clown kind of comedy character uh-huh. on such an Eastern aesthetic and context. Yeah. Um, that, it, that it just didn't fit for me. Well, what, uh, what so, do you mean? Can you explain the whole Western? Yeah. Thing? So it, it was. It was very like. Uh, it was very like Three Stooges or maybe a little bit of Chaplin, kind of like, uh-huh. like those visuals and jokes. Like, yeah. I, I can't actually list like classic comedians <laughs> like that. Yeah, but, yeah. but to me, it was very reminiscent of like Western concepts as opposed to like, like Uncle Uncle Zhao. Is that his name? Uncle Iro. Oh, okay, yeah, Uncle Iro. Yeah. Un- Uncle Iro, for example, is Western. You know, speaks English, obviously, but like, and like, yes, he has an accent, but like his mannerisms and his like. Uh, his sense of humor to me like does read very authentically like Eastern themed. Okay, and and this guy just seemed like a whoop doo doo yeah, yeah. loopy. Yo. Yeah. All right, how about <laughs> we've been bashing the episode pretty much the entire podcast so far. How about what are the positives of this episode? What did you like? Yep, yep. I actually, I actually do have a few uh, areas where I actually did very much enjoy it. Yeah. I thought the sound design for, for being on the nose actually added like it was funny because it was on the nose. Like every time they would pan to the Ganjins, the clean guys, it would be like like beautiful, eloquent, like like, like Chinese, like that whole thing. Yeah, like yeah, like like eloquent, like Chinese strings, and then they'd go to the Zhangs and it'd be like rumbly, like tribal yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was really. I thought it was actually pretty funny. Um, similar to that. Uh, I thought the uh, animation yes. changes when they were doing their ver- – like each tribe did their retelling of yep. the, how their ancestors fought. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the animation was really cool because – they. Yeah. Like, this is why animation is great because you can set the scene and context and tone like literally tr- through changing like what the world looks like. The art style. Like Yeah. Yeah, the art style. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was really cool, especially the uh, Zhangs, the, the – yes barbarian tribes yeah. like they were sc- scratching a disc in the back mm-hmm. for sound and the it was a little bit uh i don't know what the word is but it was a little bit more abstract like it, it, was, it wasn't like yeah it's it was sort of um it was like street grungy yeah kinda. i was like kind of punk uh, yeah yeah the way yeah. it is and the uh the animation the way that uh they played with the foreground mm. like the characters would move their hands and faces like right up to where the "Quote unquote" camera would be. Oh yeah, yeah, and so yeah. So you have yeah, these yeah. shots where like part of their body is really far away, far away, and the other part of them is right up next to the camera, and yeah, like, yeah. their face is like curving a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's not fisheye, uh, but like like that level of like it's simulating. Depth. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. that's a good. That, yeah, that's that's more that's better articulated than what I was gonna say. Um, but yeah, I thought right. that was really cool. Also, a, a little nugget where Ang sees the egg custard after a day of yes. starving. And he just gets these huge anime eyes, and then there's like a yeah. huge like hallelujah like chant kind yeah, of sound. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was actually very funny too. Um, what about you? Did I take all the good ones? I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say the the short stories. Yeah, yeah. Or the little 
retellings I enjoyed. Yep. I'm going to say I don't have many positive things to say about this episode. <laughs> um, the only thing is I'm, I, I like that they included the whole game theory thing. Yeah. Because that's something that honestly even today that is a, a bit complex. Understand. Yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of adults don't understand that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's not like they're not they're going to see it and they'll understand it in context, but like people don't think about that when they it's, make decisions. It, yeah, it's not typically. like a specifically coined concept or, or yeah. dynamic. Um, yeah, I thought that was that was the only part that I'm like, ah, this is a nice addition to this. I like that they included this um, uh, in the story. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of it, I was just like, yeah, this this episode is uh, it's uh, it's it's said by many to be the worst episode. So we, we're through. The, we're through the woods now. It's only yeah, uphill yeah, from yeah. Here. It's only uphill. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah. Oh wait, wait. Downhill. <laughs> uphill in that you get to higher ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that it will be better. Yes. But wow, downhill in that it's easy to get to good places because the content will be better. I am just justifying me myself for saying something incorrect. Yeah. Um, it's okay. At least you don't pronounce uh, <laughs> diaspora wrong. <laughs> wait. What? Oh, diaspora, right? Diaspora. Diaspora. Di- yeah, leave it leave it in the comments. Diagonally. That is an option. How do you pronounce the word D I A S P O R A? Diaspora. Di- di- yes. Let us know. Diaspora? Let us know how you pronounce that diaspora? Word. I think it's diaspora. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the like the uh the African diaspora. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't tell you how it's said. I, I can only tell you that I've been saying it wrong. <laughs> Until when? <laughs> like, like, like yesterday? Like a couple weeks ago, maybe? I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, the only other section is predictions, although I don't really see how this episode is going to change your predictions yeah, on anything because nothing I happens. Just, I don't know, man. There's That's, no lasting impact. Yeah, there's But there's do you think nothing. you'll see any more of no. any? No. <laughs> okay, I don't have to finish that. Oh, that I'm, I'm going to give you a hard no with this one, Sam. <laughs> Maybe but maybe are actually they return to the Great Divide. No, nope, nope. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say hard no. This was the I, my guess is that the creators didn't didn't even like this episode. Yeah, the, yeah. that that they just like yeah, yeah. fit it in because like they had to fill an app or yeah, like whatever. they had to like please like a producer or like a network exec yeah. or something. Uh, I think what I think definitively, if one thing from this episode came back, it would be the canyon crawlers. That, okay, that yeah. makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, one one last critique. Yeah. The whole plan to get out of the canyon. Guys, it's really easy. Just put the oh, bag over their heads. How could, They're not yeah. going to bite you and ride their backs up vertically up a wall. <laughs> and don't let go. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> we can't finish this episode without shitting on that. That, that was like, <laughs> that wasn't. Oh my God. That was the yeah. worst Deus Ex Machina ever. Just, just bait them, hold the food. Bait them. Don't let them get too close and eat you, but just bait them with the food. Jump on their backs like a superhero and then put the bag over their head. They definitely wrote that as the end of the episode and then had to say, okay, but then we need to write that Appa took the old and sick people over. Yeah. Like they they definitely went back and wrote that in. (sighs) All right. Well, I think I'm done roasting on this episode now. That's funny as hell. But first, before we go, we got to give a quick shout out to our sponsor. Yeah, who's our uh, sponsor today? Peter, why don't you, <laughs> why don't you uh, shout him out for me? Uh, yeah, um, t- today, fuck, uh, uh, <laughs> dude, this is this is improv. You're getting me be- better at uh, improv. Yeah, yeah. Today's today's sponsor is 
uh, Oral B t- tooth floss. Teeth why? Floss. Why? Why? Why did they sponsor us? Uh, I, uh, because they know that they can tell by our voices that we have pearly white, well flossed teeth. Okay. And you could stud- studies show that if you have bad breath while podcasting, the audience will know. Yeah. So Oral B keeps your mouth nice and fresh, so that you can get tons of streams on your podcast. Hey, do you want your podcasters to have bad breath or good breath? And also sponsored by, uh, here is mine, Rock the Vote. Ah, oh, fucking, all right, man. Way to make me look like an asshole. Yeah, tie back to politics. (laughs) And this is an actual sponsorship that I, this is the one time where I'm going to say, actually, pay attention here. Just Google Rock the Vote. Register to vote if you haven't already, if this episode gets posted before the United States election. I hope it does. That's all on me, actually. Just got to work through it. But yes. Look up Rock the Vote. Get uh, sign up to uh, register to vote, and tell your friends register to vote as well. Did you know that? Uh, what is this stat? It's like if didn't vote was a candidate, like they would have beat Hillary and Trump combined or something. If if what was if like didn't vote was a candidate? Yes, yeah, yeah. It's like forty, forty five, forty six percent of uh, eligible voters don't vote. Yeah, man. Hey, this is my um, first presidential yeah. election where I can vote. Oh, you became a citizen. That's right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that that'll be it'll be by mail, I assume. Right. Yep. And uh, yeah, I'm in California, so you know you it go. won't. I mean, I I, I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean when I say like it, like it's not really no, going to count. It's, but, it's not going to matter. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no. I also want to clear that misconception. A lot of people ah, okay. say, "Why would I?" I was I'm throwing up the lobbying ball for you. Why? Yeah, exactly. Why would I vote if I'm in California slash New York slash New Jersey, whatever these uh, states that are obviously leaning in one direction? Why would I do that? Because these elections aren't just for the president. Yep. And as we know from. Uh, the protests that have um, came out over policing in the recent past in America, a lot of these changes that people want, um, at least in these protests, uh, myself included, is change in the police force. Uh, and how do you change that? It's not by voting for the president. It's uh, in your local elections yep. for your local deputies, your um, uh, congress, you know, your rep- uh, senators and representatives. But even at the most importantly. What are they called? City council members yeah. that uh, make these things happen in your city. That is what I think the most important thing that you can vote for in election. And that's why everybody should vote. Everybody should vote. Go vote. Fam. You'll see the most change by voting for your city level officials. Yeah. Government yeah, yeah. officials. Rock the vote. I'm, I'm putting it in my calendar. Any, uh, any words of wisdom you would like to leave our audience? Brushing your teeth only cleans about 70% of your teeth. You wouldn't, Clean your dishes 70%, will you? would you? You gotta floss. This message brought to you by Glide. It was Oral-B. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs>